Hello everybody, welcome to our second Bali Talk. Ich heiße Tasha, ich bin dein Gastgeber für heute. <laughs> That's amazing. Hi guys, hi everyone. Yes, so today I have with me a very special guest, the one and only Ronya Klinger. Woo! Oh, <laughs> You're so cute, I can't. <laughs> So, Ronya, we first met when you came to play in a tournament in Langkawi two years ago where you got second place, right? Ah, uh, yes, that was amazing. I can remember. It was actually, it was last year. Last year? Was yes, it? it was last year. Oh, it was just last year. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Before everything <laughs> like, happened. I, that's so crazy. For real, with Corona and everything, like, time flies. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. But yes. yes, it was exactly, it was last in Langkawi. It was, yeah, it was really fun tournament. Crazy tournament. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Let me tell you, when I watched you play, I was just mesmerized. You're just so strong, so fit, so powerful. And then, I found out that you're only one year older to me and I was like, damn, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, girl. That's so, so, so cute of you. Thank you. Thank you, really. <laughs> Yeah. So, but anyway, thank you so much, Ronya, for accepting my invitation. I'm so excited to have you on this talk. So, thank yeah. Thank you for having me in, really. It's, it really is. I really, really appreciate it. I'm honored. I'm glad you uh, enjoy it. So, tell us, um, Ronya, who is Ronya Klinger in a tweet? <laughs> That's a cool question in a tweet because it's hopefully not too long um so my name is Ronnie Klinger I'm 20 years old I'm an Austrian professional beach volleyball player I'm coming from like um I'm coming from the south of Austria from Styria and um, that I'm currently living in Vienna so yeah we got just got a new apartment and we're practicing in our national team in Vienna and yes, that's like the hard facts about me. <laughs> awesome. So, how did you get into beach volleyball? That is actually a really, really funny story because um, along our childhood, we always practiced a lot of sports. We always loved to be outside. Um, my sister and I, so I'm playing together with my sister right now. She's three years older. And um, my sister and I were always, like, competing outside. If it was just, like, I don't know, like, running around the house of our grandparents, making parkours and stuff, and just, like, taking time. So we were always, like, really, really sporty. And um, then when we were, like, 10, 12, something like that, we started doing track and field and before that we were skiers i would say because our our, our parents have a ski school oh. so it's really funny yes 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 it's a big contrast to beach volleyball right now <laughs> <laughs> um but yes and then we were i was doing a little bit of track i was skiing so that like was kind of the basic or base seats um for my athleticism, I would say. And then with 14, my sister was already in kind of a sports slash volleyball school. And 
I always in summer we played a little, you know, but like not professionally or not anything, but like we just played and when we when we were on vacation and then I was like, this game is so special to me. Like I kind of found the love in the game and the passion. And then I also went with fourteen, went um went to the went to the school that my sister went to. So she was kind of always my idol and I like wanted to follow her and yeah that's how I basically got into Bishawa. Oh I see. So um so from what I hear is that you straight away tried beach volleyball and you never did indoor, is it? Um, oh, well, yes, yes, yes. So in this school, we had like this basic education for volleyball, like for all-round volleyball, I'd say, and we started indoor. So I played like for four years indoor in my school. We had like a, I would say, school team, yes. Um, and then after that, um, so after my graduation from high school, um, I went to, to the United States because my sister was already there and um, to study there and to actually play there because the NCAA, that is like the whole college as association sports association um was really really cool and like i already or always admired that and then we we played there for one year and we also played indoor in winter and beach in the summer season that was 218 um but i always like had my love for beach volleyball only kind of because that was like always my goal my dream to become a professional in beach volleyball because I just love to play outside. I love the power and the athleticism you really have to have when you're playing beach volleyball and I love the variety of the game that you really need to be able to do everything and to have all volleyball abilities if you want to play on a pro beach um, level. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Beach volleyball is such an athletic sport you have to be fit you have to have good ball control and everything for real yes <laughs> yes yeah no it's but it's amazing because when you see like all the really 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 good beach players it doesn't really matter how tall they are it doesn't really matter like what they look like they all have to have like all the ability like to be an all-round player and to have ball control to set to um pass to like just be around the court and be like be like really able to move on the court yeah and indoor it's just sometimes like yeah you have your specific position and you, you can be a like world tour player in this position because you have this specific ability but sometimes if you just like it's just enough that you're tall and you're strong. Mm -hmm. But in volleyball, that doesn't work. And that's so, like, I think that's, like, special because you really have to be, have to have the variety of the game and have to understand the game. Yeah. So, um, why did you and your sister go to the United States? Um, like, because you, you talked about the NCAA, right? But 
isn't there um is beach volleyball in Austria not big enough for you to train and improve there? Um so actually oh, maybe I like I um I didn't how should I say um say it quite correctly. So we went to the United States for one year and then we got back, got into our like sports military system and now we're professionally training in in Vienna, which is like really, really professional. And so if you play in college in the NCAA, um, you, so hypothetically speaking, you cannot be a professional besides that because you are playing for um, the United States, for the university, and you're also like studying there. So you're a student athlete and you can't really... Um, be a professional out of that and earn money because you get your scholarship in that. And um, why we wanted to go to the United States because Dorina had, um, after her graduation in high school, she got offers from the United States and she always ha had the dream to like go abroad for uh, quite a bit of, of time because she just want to see other cultures. She just want to like reconnect with the other world, the other side of the world, let's say, let's say it like that. And then she got the opportunity with volleyball um, to really go to a university, a D1 university, um, which was really, really good and where she could um, improve her volleyball skills as well. But um, actually the first thought um, in the beginning of like where she was playing or where she was still like, how should I say? Um, not going 100% professionally. She just wanted to like see other parts of the world. And then the opportunity arised um, that she actually played there. And she graduated there, so she did her, her um, bachelor's there. And since I'm three years younger, I just went with her the last year that we were able to practice and train together and kind of also prepare for being professionals afterwards. Mm, I see. Wow, that's such an interesting story. So, um, did you and your sister both enjoy your time in the United States? Oh, we loved it. It was an amazing experience, really, especially. Um, you have to think about in Austria, there's not such a system like you can really study and you can really train. And that was really, really cool in the United States because you had everything set up for your studies and for your training, and you don't have, you didn't have to, um, you didn't have to organize anything or like care about anything else because everything was set up for you. Um, and that was because they had also like the NCAA, like sport in in the United States and college sport is really, really, really big, right? So they have the um, financial they have the financial support um also of the united states that they can afford all of that and um going back to austria like the main difference i'd see it's just so in the beach team um or like in the team in the united states there was like 20 to 25 girls and teammates and it was just like kind of a how should i say family atmosphere so the team aspect was really really put on front mm. but the individualism was um, neglected a little so that's different 
from here because here we compete as really Ronnie and Dorina Klinger for Austria. Mm-hmm. So it's more individualized, you know. Oh, okay. And it's more compared to like the US. Um, it's probably a little more, it's probably a little more set up a little more professionally in in Vietnam right now because it's our profession, right? And in college, it's really, it's organized amazingly, everything. Um, but there, the team aspect, because the team has to win, right? Mm-hmm. It's set up from. Oh, okay. I see. Um, you studied in Florida International University, if I'm right? Exactly. Yeah. So, wow, Florida is um, very tropical and nice place to be, right? Yes, it's amazing. We <laughs> love Miami. It's really amazing. It's so hot. Like, I swear, February and 30 degrees Celsius. <laughs> it's really amazing. 30 but degrees Celsius is hot. Then what about it when we were in Malaysia? <laughs> oh my god, okay, yes. <laughs> it was like March. It was like 37 degrees. It was... <laughs> so humid and Dory me almost died like I'm not gonna lie but yeah. we almost one step in the sand and I was drained in sweat <laughs> exactly <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's so hot <laughs> yeah. it really is hot but I mean if you guys practice in this heat all the time your <laughs> it's cardio um, vascularity is really really good probably <laughs> yeah but um, one question did you play indoor by the way oh yes i played indoor actually most of us here we we start with indoor first i don't think anyone here starts with beach volleyball straight away yeah same same (laughs) yeah so ronya what or who inspires you the most in this journey um that is a really 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 good question because so we're talking a lot about like idols who do you adore like who do you, who inspires you most mm-hmm. but honestly probably so there are a lot of lot of really 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 good beach volleyball player that I I admire mm-hmm. and that inspired me on my journey mm-hmm. but the most people who I admire are probably my environment and also my parents because you can't do that sport without any external support. Yeah. And I can't even describe how much, like, my family, how much my environment, like, supports me in this and really, really helps me out in this. And my friends, my family, really. So they really inspire me in my journey in this way that they really, like, support me for who I am and what I really want and what I'm doing. Mm. so it's really yeah always like the whole love and everything they give it's it's really an inspiration that's so nice and volleyball wise yeah volleyball wise I really have to say that um, my real idol and she always was is Laura Ludwig oh my god (laughs) yes Laura Ludwig you know (laughs) it's crazy but she just is the game she just is beach volleyball. Exactly. This girl or this woman represents beach volleyball. Mm-hmm. Um, not even with the technical, or I mean, obviously, like with her technical technical aspects, 
but also like with her athleticism, mm-hmm. with her stra- strategic strategic playing. There yeah. I go, and just the understanding of the game. Yeah, um, is incredible to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can remember one funny. Um, experience I had with her so we were in Tenerife I was like we were with the youth team and she was like I, I think she was preparing for Rio or was it after Rio I don't know so she had shoulder troubles and she just hit with left oh yes and yes practice, and she just hit with the left arm and I saw it <laughs> and literally no literally my mouth stood open for like five minutes because this woman hit angles with the left arm I have never seen in my whole life (laughs) and I was like and I was like okay if I ever hit that hard with my right arm I'm happy (laughs) so that was really crazy that was really I was like I so volleyball wise I really really admire her and she yeah she I, I, she's just this amazing defense player everybody dreams of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. But uh, have oh, you yeah. ever played against her before? No, never. I mean, <laughs> it was funny because last uh, two years ago, um, we played qualification in Ostrava, the, in the Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. And um, so the day before um, competition... She was with Maggie Kotsuch in the qualification as well because mm-hmm. Maggie didn't have too much points. And it looked like that we'll compete against her. And I was <laughs> really excited because, like, it's a dream to, like, play against your role model. Yeah, you know? exactly, yeah. Um, so, like, everything was set up kind of. But then one team dropped out and then we played another team. But <laughs> almost, I'd say, we've never played against her. Aww. <laughs> That that was close, but I'm sure you'll have a chance next time, really soon. Ah, <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. So, Ronya, what has been your toughest challenge that you had to face, and how did you overcome it? So, my toughest challenge was probably last year after we got back from Malaysia. I had a lot of trouble with my um, shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. I, because, so I went to the doctors and to the physiotherapist and stuff, and I'm dealing with my shoulder, like, for one and a half years now, and nobody really could find out what the problem is, what it was, like, why I'm in such pain. So, like, we um, decided together with my physiotherapist and with my doctor that I just do a conservative therapy, like, training kind of like putting the focus only on the shoulder mm-hmm. so I really like did that for like five months just like doing physiotherapy like three times a week really doing stabilization for my shoulder like every day really putting the focus and work into my shoulder and um, to overcome that pain we tried some medical experiences and stuff with kind of injections and stuff um but after that five month where my shoulder strength, um, my pure, like, my raw strength was really, really good. Mm-hmm. I still had pain while playing volleyball. And in this time, like, in this five months, I barely um, 
played or like I did really just technical stuff which aren't a load for my shoulder mm -hmm. and after this five months of watching Dory like my partner Dory my sister <laughs> yeah. play with someone else was just really really tough because I just couldn't stand on the court and couldn't live my passion you know yeah. and just seeing all the other athletes complete compete mm -hmm. and play yeah was just really 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 tough and i think i was still like a good or a great support for dory but with me like inter internally mm -hmm. i really had to fight with that i really like had to deal with it because it's what i love most mm -hmm. and it's what i adore most it's it's just the sport is my passion yeah. and it's just tough to not do what you love right mm -hmm. yeah. um, and then after this five um, months we or like it was almost six seven months we decided then because it still didn't work out that I do surgery mm -hmm. and um, that was in November and now everything is going really really well oh i'm so happy so, to hear that i really recovered well although the first two months were tough because it was like oh my god okay i'm still in pain but obviously i was in pain because i just had surgery right so that was a really really down time for me because i really had to deal mentally with it as well and mm. um so i was on my way up and my shoulder was really really getting better and um yeah, we kind of could train normally again. And then one day before we would have um, gone to the first training camp in like a year, I got te tested positive with the coronavirus. Oh, yeah, that. So that was really, really a big setback because it was the first time in like one and a half years that I really like could load my shoulder again, really could hit balls again mm -hmm. and was really prepared for the training camp. And also, we wanted to play Doha, the four-star tournament. Oh. Um, but it, it was just too little time after the corona infection. It hit us both quite hard with all the symptoms. And it has been a month now, and we're getting back on track. But, um, yeah, we did not expect the virus to be that intense, let's say, let's say it like that. Wow, I, I can't imagine what you have been through, but you are just so strong <laughs> to overcome all of this. And here you are speaking in such a positive way about it. But like, uh, what, thank you, girl. <laughs> what was your reaction when you, you got back the COVID test results? Oh my God, I was devastated. Like, I literally was devastated. I, I, uh, the problem was that... I could have not imagined it mm -hmm. any worse, you know. So I like put my expectations already low because it, my, my, both of my parents had it, but we weren't really at home. But oh. with my luck this season, um, I was like, okay, like if it happens, it happens. But still, like kind of a world broke down because we would have been out for the first time in like one year, you know, for the first time in the corona season for the first time in my shoulder season and it was just devastating that I was the reason again that we couldn't 
improve like athletically. We couldn't improve volleyball-wise. And that was really, really a, a really tough feeling because, you know, like, uh, if you, or we like really pursue one goal together and it's just tough to, to suffer from setbacks like that. Yeah. But it's like, it is how it is, you know, you have to take it how it comes. And mm-hmm. you have to stay positive. There's, there's no other way. You, you, if you, if you, if cry that, like if you cry for that, you, like what, what does it change? It, it doesn't mm-hmm. change anything. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're like, okay, that's happening right now. It is how it is. We have to accept the situation, and we have to look into the future. Wow. Period. That is such a strong warrior mindset. <laughs> Yeah, and I really, really respect you for that. And I'm so glad to hear that you're getting better and you, you're able to start training again already, right? Yes, finally. So two weeks ago, we started training again. At first, like a really, really light training and now we're getting into it. And it's cool because I think um, after overcoming diseases slash injuries, you, I mean, it's just like a quote the comeback stronger quote mm-hmm. but I think you really can learn from that and you really can grow from that yeah. and you really can say okay now you know like your priorities and now you can you can appreciate that more to really stand on the court and pe- be fit and be healthy mm. <laughs> yes yeah and I'm sure this um, experience also taught you like like in future if any challenges were to come and you can tell yourself like oh I, I've been through something that was way worse like this is nothing like that right exactly exactly nice yeah yeah so okay so um, Rania um, because I'm very interested in like sports psychology and how um, athletes you know think and yes. how they face um, challenges and all that so I just want to ask you how do you calm yourself down in a tight situation during game <laughs> that's funny because I feel like there's so many ways mm-hmm. like psychologically mm-hmm. speaking mm-hmm. Um, or yeah psychologi- psychologically speaking that you can calm yourself down or calm your mind down and it's like different for everyone else because there, everyone is a, like um, his own type of. For me personally, in tight situations, um, I try to reset. I try to um, reset on my abilities, on my capabilities, on my trust, on my trust in myself, on mm-hmm. my trust in my playing. And um, what really calms me down, or what I really do and also like learned in the past year I would say is to breathe like to do real like short breathing exercises Mm -hmm. to kind of have like have like a switch from when you're going into a timeout from really on the court and you're being off the court for yourself and you have time to reflect Mm. Um, so that's probably what calms me down more most during tight situations to breathe, doing my breathing exercises and trusting in myself. Oh, so for example, let's say the points is like 21 all now, so you would just remind yourself to breathe, is it? Exactly, to breathe and to know that I can do it because 
that's what I'm doing for a living, you know, and to know my abilities and to trust in them. Yeah, nice, nice. I think um, <clears throat> the problem is that sometimes we, when we're in tight situations, then we start to doubt ourselves, right? Like, oh, like, am I really fit to, to win this point? Yes. Like, do I deserve to yeah. win this point? Like that, exactly. right? Exactly. And I, I also feel like in our minds, it's like, oh my God, what if, what if, what if I lose, mm-hmm. what if I, yeah. what if I shank, shank my, shank my pass, what, mm-hmm. what, 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 yeah. but like, I feel like so many feelings and so many thoughts come up to your head, mm-hmm. um, and that's like legitimate, you know, like it's, it, it happens because you're in stress, like, um, the adrenaline, it, it is going through your whole body you want to win you want mm-hmm. to do that you're nervous um but just trying to like get out of your head a little mm. and see it from an outside view ah. of course you have this feeling of course you have this feeling um and th- that's completely logical but you have to switch a little see it from an outside perspective and say okay what if and you know mm, yeah so basically it's like putting it's like taking yourself out from your body and looking back at yourself right <laughs> exactly exactly nice like okay. just, yeah for real like to switch because people like freak out in tight situations mm-hmm. yeah and yeah that happens and mm. if you freak out if you're nervous you're like not really your real self and yeah it's hard to like really trust in your abilities if you're freaking out you mm-hmm. know? yeah i agree i am totally gonna try that the next time <laughs> <laughs> but do you have any techniques to calm uh, yourself down i'm still trying to figure it out so that's why i'm trying to learn <laughs> from people and like piece it together and see what works for me <laughs> that's amazing yeah okay so ronya uh, i think this is a uh, quite an interesting question because um, you I think you're so far the only person I know that is partnering with their sibling so how is that like (laughs) that it's so funny because I heard a lot of people like that I talked to were like oh my god how like can you play with your sister how can you be like together all the time and like (laughs) like not like fight or like, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> cut your heads off, literally. Um, but it's funny because that's what we used to be before we were partnering up together. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we were, I mean, I was always like three years younger and probably getting on her nerves, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Not really funny because we, before we had this aspect of volleyball where we were really together and we didn't really get along that well mm-hmm. um, and of course we were younger of course we had our own environment our own like friends group but the cool thing is volleyball really like got us together especially when we got to the United States then mm. um, we played together we lived together and we kind of I mean that will that sounds probably a little weird but we had to deal with each other we learned to deal with each other yeah really really because we were around like 24 7 Mm -hmm. and we really did a great job and 
we just grew together um, or like grew more with this process in the United States. Mm. And I think if you if you play with your sister and you really are together the whole time, this has to work. And you have to be outside of the court. You have to be best friends. <laughs> yeah. If not, at some <laughs> point, you'll like freak out and you'll just go your own ways, you know? Mm. Um, but if you really can deal with that aspect and to like be together and be understanding and accepting the other person, you there's such a like strong like strong family power family connection Mm -hmm. that nobody can take yeah and if you can execute that onto the court onto the game Mm -hmm. it's an amazing feeling because you know you're together you're pursuing one goal yeah and you have you have this intimate in like you have this how should I say intimidate relationship connection a relationship exactly Mm. that you have with your sister and you have with no one else because she just understands you you're like you're like the same blah yeah literally (laughs) and yes literally literally and on the one hand if you really can execute this whole thing this whole sister aspect onto the court um it's really it's really incredible and I think nobody can imagine this power that mm-hmm. really connects you to. Yeah. But on the other hand, you probably take things more personally mm. than you would with other people. Because yeah. you have to think we're, we're both really, really like um, amb- ambitious and competitive girls. Mm-hmm. And if something's like going the wrong way and someone says something and the other one just takes it <clears throat> really really personally mm-hmm. this can like also lead to fight but i think like the positives um outtake the negatives mm. on that and if you really can as i said like execute this aspect of family of sisters on the court um this really can help your game yeah yeah yeah, uh, Mentally yeah. and like physically <laughs> Yeah, because I I always see your post with your sisters. It's like so loving and so supportive. So I'm like, hmm, is it really this perfect? And then now that I hear you say it, I'm fully convinced. (laughs) I mean, there, of course, there are tough times because I don't know if you know, if you live together with someone 24 7, (laughs) of course, there's gonna be discussions. (laughs) Of course, there's gonna be fighting. I mean, it wouldn't be. If we wouldn't be human beings if we weren't <laughs> fighting. You know? yeah, I agree. And there were times where both like, okay, like, like, flashing the doors and just being in our room and needed time for ourselves, you know? Mm. But if we, like, um, overcome that and if we, like, get together, we just, like, get together stronger and on the court, there's only one way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, ultimately, it's, like, the, the bigger goal is is there, right? Exactly. Yeah. The bigger goal is bigger than all the like mm-hmm. unreasonable fights yeah. we're, we're, we're having or that happens. Mm, yeah, it, it must be so nice. I, I can't imagine. I I don't have uh, a sister <laughs> to partner with. Do you have a brother? 
ah, he doesn't play volleyball, so never mind. Oh, <laughs> I thought you could start like a mixed beach series. <laughs> nah, don't talk about it. <laughs> How old is he? He is 17 this year. Ah, okay, yeah. okay. So two years younger than you. Three. Three years younger yeah. than you. Ah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. So, Ronya, besides beach volleyball, what else do you like to do? So, I love to travel. I love to meet new people and reconnect with new people. Mm -hmm. um, I also got into, especially with um, my shoulder issues and everything, I also like got into meditation a lot and mindfulness, oh. mm -hmm. which is really, really, really interesting. Um, I read a lot of books about it and I think it's just insane how your mind and your body are sometimes just so disconnected mm -hmm. and you really have to remind yourself to reconnect Yeah, because it's one body and it's one soul and it should be a flow you know mm -hmm. and I think that can really help you on court mentally as yeah. well especially also in tight situations that mm -hmm. we talked about before yeah um what else I like? I love to try out every um, sport there is. Whoa. I love surfing. Yes, I love surfing. I really have a passion for, for the ocean and water and surfing. Oh. Um, and I, so I, I love to do kite and wind surfing, but I've never tried um, the normal surfing just on the board, so I really want to try that. <laughs> Are there big um, um, waves, huge waves in Austria? <laughs> no waves in Austria at all. <laughs> then how do you do surfing? <laughs> no, so we usually go on vacation like for one or two weeks and with some family friends and there we like learn surfing from oh. um, our childhood on, yes. And yeah, like I'm I'm a really like adventurous girl mm -hmm. and I love to have adventures and I love to like also meet new cultures and new people and just reconnect with the world and I just want to see every everything. I'm, I'm a really curious girl, I think, as well. <laughs> okay, that, that sounds like me too, so we should totally go on adventure sometime. <laughs> Amazing. We should go on an adventure soon, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Once I, um, once I get out of Malaysia, we can go. <laughs> Perfect. Or I just come to Malaysia. It's beautiful. Really? You, you really like it here? Oh, I loved it. Like, I mean, I don't know, like, since Langkawi is kind of a, like, tourist island, I would say. Mm. I just saw that. But when we were in Kuala Lumpur and also in Langkawi, like, I loved it. I loved the people. I loved the environment. I loved the heat. I really loved it. What? You love the heat? Okay. Yes, I loved the heat. You, the heat. <laughs> you probably couldn't imagine, but I loved it. And it yeah. was just, everything was great there just the people were so open-minded and nice wow and, yeah. I, i'm so happy to hear this okay so you should really come back soon then <laughs> i really should i'm coming the next the next airplane um after corona i'm sitting in and going to malaysia Ooh, okay i hope i'll be around i'm not sure if i'll be around <laughs> i hope so too <laughs> Yeah, okay. So, um, Rania, how is your training routine like pre 
um, during and post lockdown. I think just now you already touched about the during, you were doing a lot of shoulder rehabs and also talk can you talk more about how your training is like pre and post lockdown? Yes, yes, sure. Um so um the difference between pre and post lockdown is that before our lockdown it was like everything was open right still and um we had ball trainings like I uh, depending on season but we had ball trainings like six to seven times a week and then athletic um training like cardio or weights um also like six times a week i would say mm-hmm. and um as we talked before so our our trainings um our ball and athletic coach are really communicating a lot mm-hmm. so everything is kind of adapted to the season um in the beginning of the season usually the athletic coach has um the priority or the athletic training is prior prioritized and the ball training is adapting to that mm-hmm. and then when it gets into season when it's like um when it's when it's when it's um season starting then the ball training has priority and the athletic training is adapting to the ball training so that's what it was before um our lockdown then we had lockdown and we were at home for like six months, uh, six months, sorry, six weeks. Mm-hmm. And then the um, the Austrian government, what was really cool, said that um, professional athletes could practice. Oh, okay. Kind of normal. I mean, we have different opening hours for our beach courts and different opening hours for our um, for our um, weights room. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really have to fit everything in these times. But um, basically after the six weeks lockdown, we had permission from the government with, of course, like um, testing all week and just like security measurements and, and um, just con- security concepts mm-hmm. that nobody gets corona, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, we could practice kind of normally. So that was really, really cool. Really mm. cool. Um, because it's kind of like it's our job, right? Yeah. To train, to practice, to compete, mm-hmm. and the government was like, "Okay, they're gonna allow us to do our job." So that was really, really cool. Um, yeah, and I mean, Austria is kind of got just got out of their third lockdown. Oh, okay. Um, so, but the 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 cases are um arising again so we're not sure what will happen mm-hmm. but basically for professional athletes or like for us it was quite normal i mean the opening hours of our courts and of our facilities were shortened but like everything else we could kind of practice normally which was really really cool and yeah. really good organized from mm-hmm. the government and from our federation yeah. as well Wow, so you guys were really lucky then that y- your training wasn't really disrupted during the lockdown. Yes, for real. We got really, really lucky. Like, really, like, yeah, I could have not imagined if they wouldn't. Have just, <laughs> I like, think you yeah, would I have been know. bored to death, especially for with real. you, such an outgoing person. For real. <laughs> but how's the situation at home, like at your home right now? Yeah, Um. recently our... It's still kind of in lockdown, but honestly, people are just going out like <laughs> like normal. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's what I thought. 
there people in Austria are over it as well because oh. you know like government like prisoning them into their homes is just it that's just not gonna work you know at some point mm. yeah so uh, how is it like now post lockdown is it back to almost normal already the trainings sorry go again oh sorry uh no i said now after lockdown and everything your training is like uh normal again totally um no so um the thing is we're still kind of in our lockdown so next monday they're gonna decide if they open up again oh but the center or like fitness uh, facilities are not opened yet so oh. our open hours are still still shortened and it's only um professional beach volleyball teams that can practice there so it was kind of and is still the same for us mm, i see do all the professional um, teams in Austria practice together? Um, you mean the professional beach volleyball teams? Yeah. So the main, um, the main facility is in Vienna. Mm-hmm. So the national team is in Vienna. But there are a couple of other teams who play in Corinthia or in, um, um, or also in, in Upper Austria. Um, but the main facility and institution is in Vienna, I would say. Mm, that's why you, you and your sister shift there, shifted exactly, there. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's why we moved. Because we were in um, Styria when we were younger and in school in Styria. But then when we got the opportunity after the United States, we straight went to Vienna because just... Um, the whole environment and just the facilities and the institution and the federation is there and it's just or like a little more organized there for girls mm. um, and for beach volleyball than anywhere else in, in Austria I would say oh but like the other teams but you all don't have the same coach right everyone has their own coach no, so the three teams, mm-hmm. it, there's one national team coach. Oh, okay. And the three teams all have the same coach. Oh. Um, yes, exactly. And um, coincidentally, co- coincidentally um, the, our athletic coach is also for the whole, all three teams the same. So that's really cool because then you can adapt your trainings to your athletic um, mm-hmm. Through your athletic training as well, you know. Mm, but how is it like um, training with your competitors? Like, is it weird? <laughs> um, that's a good question. No, it's no, it's not weird at all. Because since we're all like kind of one team and representing Austria, mm. there's this team aspect as well. So we really like kind of push each other also like to the limits and um, to just get better. Oh. And we kind of we also appreciate it to have like trainings partners, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, but of of course, like if we're in competition mode or if we're playing to against each other, like mm-hmm. we're just playing. Um, but it's not it's not really weird, no. Like oh. I think everybody's like mature and old enough to know if there's a good atmosphere mm. on the whole team. Um, that we all can profit from that. Okay, that that's really nice to hear. Yeah, it's a very yeah. conducive environment for everyone to train and improve together. Exactly, exactly. I mean, yes, of course, we're 
still our own teams and have our own interests and goals, you know. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, on the court, like, training together, we all like each other, we all get along well, so everything's fine. <laughs> everything's fine, okay. Nice, everything's nice. fine. <laughs> okay, so, um, Ronya, what are your hopes for the future of your career? So, um... As a professional athlete, of course, we pursued the goal to going to the Olympics. Mm -hmm. um, that was always a dream of mine. That was always a dream of Doris. And we we will go to, or we will pursue, pursue the goal of the Olympics in Paris 2024. 2024, and right, in, yeah. In, in LA 2028. Mm -hmm. Um Yes, and for this season, I mean, I, honestly, like, after one season not really playing and with my shoulder issues and everything, we just wanted to play and compete, mm -hmm. actually, and hope that there are some world to tournaments and to just, like, be in a competition again and be in this competition mode again, because, yeah, that's, that's like, what we do, and that's our job, you know, mm -hmm. and just to fight together with my best friend and my sister and my partner um, yeah, would be really, really nice this season and I hope that the Federation and also the FAVP, the World Federation um, find some ways to really host some more tournaments yeah mm -hmm. yes. I'm, I'm really excited I, for I Doha for <laughs> what? what? No, sorry, I said I, I'm really excited for the Doha competition because it's like everyone has not been playing for so long and I'm excited to see, like, how will it be like. For real, we're gonna watch all the, all the <laughs> games as well. I'm really excited, not really, because I just wanted to see how, like, the girls and the boys as well improved, like, over the corona time. Yeah, or, like, what happened. exactly. And it's just cool to see. Um, but... Uh, something else I wanted to say. No, what I wanted to say is um, hopefully, like, Lakavi is hosting a tournament again because Dora and me already decided to go for sure. <laughs> it doesn't matter when, it doesn't matter how. <laughs> we wanted to go. <laughs> I ich habe eine Kanung, äh, keine Ahnung. That's so funny. It's so cool that you started learning German, like, Really, all my respect. Really, really, really. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, For it's, real. it's a very nice language. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so, Ronya, how can our listeners um, connect with you and support you along your journey? Um, so, since yesterday, I have Clubhouse. Thanks to you, <laughs> Tasha. <laughs> So you, of course, can follow along there. <laughs> no, but um, so my main social media is probably Instagram. Um, I love interacting with people on Instagram. I love to share my story. I love to um, share stories in general. <laughs> mm -hmm. And also on Facebook, like Ronya Underline Klinger is Instagram and Ronya Klinger is Facebook. And oh, okay. Don't, don't forget to follow the Klingers. That's our team page. And... We really, we really, really um, 
like to interact with people there as well because yeah i think it's a really really good source to keep people informed mm-hmm. and we're already uh, also on facebook as well with beach volleyball team cleaner cleaner yeah so, yeah yeah, guys, um, you should really check out um, Ronya's page, her sister's page, and of course, they are the cling- Clingers page, right? They have so many cool stuff there. They are, they are workouts, they are everything. Yeah, you, you have to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> and follow, not just check it out. <laughs> follow them. Yeah. And also follow Tasha. Oh, th- thanks for the shout out. <laughs> No, really, like, when you invited me, I, I was really, really honored because I, during Corona season, you posted a lot of, like, also workout stuff, right? Yeah. And a lot of, like, <laughs> trail drills. Guys, yeah. I promise you, check it out. It's hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. I on the skateboard. I think, one, I think one was on the skateboard, like, oh yeah, the skateboard. check it out. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have a, a bonus question, like it's a question that I think it's very interesting to ask. So um, Ronya, if you could put a billboard on the moon with one sentence on it, what would it be? Hmm, that's a good question. I would probably like, because I think, so I think everybody has, how should I say, their own problems, their issues that they have to overcome. But it's all like, part of their process for who they are for what they are so i would probably put on the billboard trust the process because there's something out for you and you'll find it and you'll be happy with it and just trust the way you go Mm -hmm. but what if that um you know sometimes you just feel so like down and like like why is this happening to me and you still say trust in the process Yes, you have to get back to it because it all will make sense one day and you're down, of course. I mean, everybody is down and everybody has to overcome this stuff. But you have to think with every setback, you also come back. With every mm. setback, you learn from it. With every setback, wow. you grow from that. Yeah, that, that's so powerful. And yeah, you can just use that and really like dealing with that it will make you even stronger mm, wow powerful words from Ronya. <laughs> <laughs> oh tash it was so cool talking to you really i mean it has been an hour i think yeah it was really amazing chatting with you again yeah i am really so so honored and i really enjoyed it as well but Wait, before um, we end, there are still some questions from Instagram. <laughs> ah, yes. Yeah, so sure. I, I asked people on Instagram um, what would they like to ask you, and I have um, two questions here. So the first one is, what else do you do to improve your game besides practice and gym? So, I mean, practice and gym are, like, of course, like two really big part, parts mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Um, but what else I really do? I really like to visualize. Oh. So, yes, yes. That's also, like, kind of part of my mental de- development. Mm-hmm. I love to, like, visualize the game. I love to visualize some plays. I love to visualize some technique. Because with visualization, you really can learn it, can, like, the brain can learn it, mm-hmm. even though your body doesn't have... Um, 
is there's no load on the body physically. So it's very, very easy. It's just concentration things. And you can do it like when you're in the plane, when, when you're in bed, when mm-hmm. you're at the dinner table, whatever. Um, I love to really like visualize it because if you can imagine it, if you can mm-hmm. visualize it, you actually can execute that on the court. Mm-hmm. And it was a really cool tool for me, um, especially with my shoulder injury, mm-hmm. um, to visualize a lot since I didn't have the um, amount of ball touches that mm. I was supposed to have. Yeah, so I feel like athleticism and techniques are two things. And the third really big thing is the mental part. Mm-hmm. And um, the fourth really big thing is technique tactic and strategy Mm, to to know the game to know your players to be prepared for the players you play against Mm. so for the visualization do you have a specific technique or you literally just close your eyes and imagine like what you will do and stuff um there are a lot of like techniques I I use Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have like one specific that I always use but I you, like you can be so creative with visualization because it's like your mind and mm-hmm. you can like really um you can like really really visualize whatever you want and mm-hmm. however you want so for example i love to do it in slow motion i love oh. to like do it from the backward like backwards to front you know um, so from the back to the front, um, I love to like have an external view, like from outside and just go around and see myself, for example, passing. Um, so there's so many like stri- strategies mm-hmm. or like even like um, tools of visualization that um, you have to find out yourself what, el- what works for you best. Mm, well, the the backwards to forwards one is the first time I'm hearing. That's interesting. Really? Yeah. That's cool. You 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 have to try it once it's at first. Really, really hard. But if you get into it and you actually like can can imagine it and visualize it, then it's really cool and it's a really cool tool to have. Oh, okay. Yeah, I will, I will definitely try it out. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Perfect. Yeah. So. Of course. Um. One more question is, um, we touched a bit on this bef- uh, just now, but um, someone asked, what sports did you play before beach volleyball? You mentioned track and field. Is there any specific one? <laughs> it's funny because in the end, I love to do pole vault. Oh. Yes, really, really funny. <laughs> um, but no, so in track and field, I did, um, so there was this, there was and decathlon for kids it was called like that so there was this 10 disciplines um which you just did and which there are just points for it um but in general i in track and field i did like a bunch of stuff so there was not like one specific discipline i did mm. and um as we talked before skiing oh yeah I did skiing. A lot which is really, really cool because um, for skiing, you really need a good stabilization in mm-hmm. your core and mm-hmm. in your legs. Because, I mean, I don't know if you like um, know that, but skiing is a really, really dangerous sport, 
especially for your knees. Yeah, I tried it um, once. I loved it. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's Amazing. so fun. You have to come to Austria and ski a little with us. <laughs> I, I definitely will. <laughs> um, and yeah, these were the two main sports we did before. Yeah, basically. Mm. I mean, we did some tennis and um, I also tried ski scum- ski jumping a little. <laughs> so ski jumping? Really- that sounds yeah. dangerous. <laughs> That's It was so much fun, but I was younger back then. Oh. Um, yeah. That, that was basically it before beach volleyball. So really, really like cool because I had a really, really good um, basic athleticism yeah. and a really good basic coordination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just, just- going to say that. Yeah, I was just going to say that's the reason why you're so athletic now. It's because you had so much exposure to different kind of sports when you were younger. Yes, yes, that's true. That that was really cool and that really helped us out too. Even if when even we started kind of late, right? To get into it and to learn that, that new sport for us quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so um, unfortunately, we're at the end of the talk. I really, really enjoyed this. Thank you so much again, Ronya. Is there anything else that you'd like to add before we end it? No, I just wanted to say it was really, really cool to talk to you, Tash. <laughs> like, really. Um, I'm excited when I see you in Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Again, and I was really honored that you asked me. Thank you so, so much, um, yes, for this conversation. And I hope to hear from you soon. Okay, so all the best and we shall speak soon. Bye-bye. Girl, bye.